Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk McDonald's new McVegan, healthcare denials for the obese, and 2018 fitness trends with vegan actor Marley Ficalora. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Fit Clubbers. How are you guys doing? Happy World Vegan Day. Uh, we got an exciting one, a great panel. Uh, my name is Shaka Smith. As always, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Mr. Corey Taylor, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at I am Corey Taylor and Twitter, FAA Lifestyle. Uh, Funny Sarai on Instagram and Twitter, and on Facebook, it's just S-A-Y-R-I-E, just don't like the page. And we are joined by guest Marley Ficalora, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Marley Ficalora, or you can find me on Facebook, where I post videos every Monday and Thursday, it's uh, Facebook.com slash Marley Ficalora. Nice, nice, this yeah. is exciting, we got, a, we got a full panel of vegans, with the yes, exception great. of this one Ooh, here, yeah, we'll call you I'm a pescatarian. I'm on the right track. Okay, so yeah. they have deliverance. Okay. You're on the right track. Yeah. You know, it's yes. my goal to convert uh, every guest yeah. and every host in here. So. My good friend is vegan. Okay. My very good friend oh, is vegan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're kind of like vegan by default. By default. Yeah. <laughs> and, look, and look at all the information you can get from the three of us, right? Yeah. Gotcha. right? Gotcha. Vegan by proxy. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, we had some um, really cool stories, so we'll kind of de de delve right into these hot topics and um, go for it. Um, I thought this was interesting. In the UK, Hertfordshire, England, um, they're talking about denying people. <laughs> You're already shaking. Yeah, the head. I'm already. I'm already. I'm already against it. <laughs> denying people health care um, due to obesity and smoking. So mm. what it basically is is routine medical health care, not essential. You know, obviously if it's life threatening. They'll take care of you. Oh. But if you're, yeah, I guess if you have the flu, but you have a BMI over 40, mm -hmm. and you haven't lost, what is it, 15% um, in the last 18 months of that BMI, then you're not going to get your coverage taken care of. Um, and if you're a smoker and you haven't um, stopped smoking for eight weeks, eight weeks yeah. and they can test it. I didn't know they could test. Um, they said it's a smoke the, test. Yeah, a smoke mm -hmm. test yeah. to tell if you've smoked in the last eight weeks. So, or if you have a BMI over 30, and you, can, um, you have eight or nine months to reduce it by 30%. Um, it's obviously in England, but is this a good policy for the United States? Uh, so, so I think this is really interesting. Um, I don't think people should be denied surgery. I think when it comes to health um, and health care, sh everyone should have access to it. But it is interesting that they are starting to take um, measures to try to decrease obesity because mm -hmm. I think we've kind of let it run wild, and that's why mm -hmm. in England as well as in the United States, obesity rates are, are skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. are, um, it's, it's an exponential growth, and if we continue at this rate, we're going to continue to have problems with with people's health. And um, you could look at Japan, for example. They have uh, around 3% obesity. Mm -hmm. And um, they do have restrictions in place. Um, they don't go as far as as uh, not allowing people to get surgery, but, <laughs> but they do have you know uh, tax incentives and, and other things that, that incentivize people to be healthy. And I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. And, we're, and we're not talking surgery mm. like you're about to die. Like we're, yeah. we're talking yeah, non-essential. We're talking yeah. non, like only routine stuff. Um, I feel like obesity <clears throat> flows with a lifestyle. You know, I feel like you should maybe tax that for the next generation. To start someone who's already obese, they already self-medicate through food or whatever the case may be or why they're fat. Someone left them, I don't know what the case is. <laughs> you know, to all of a sudden say, hey, you fat something. You can't get surgery. Then <laughs> We're not calling your names. Well, here. okay, yeah, no, no, no. no like, you know, because I, I felt the blame for being vegan, no, not being vegan. No. But you know, to, to all of a sudden just start and implement a rule like that immediately, you know, I think it's a little, it's a little harsh. Let me tell you what I think. Uh oh. I'm. 
I'm a bit, you know, I'm a little more old-fashioned. Uh-huh. But I will say this. I believe preventative medicine mm-hmm. is the leading medicine. No, and, yeah, you're right. And I believe people have to be afraid to do something. Yeah. So in my mind, this is just like a shock type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. That means if I don't get my act together, if something happens, I won't get the help I'm needed. I feel like it's just. I feel like that's just where we are, where we have to do something, say something that radical, just mm-hmm. to make you mindful of the life you're living. Because really and truthfully, everything's worse when, and extremified when you're when you have bad health. Yeah. I mean, a cut on your finger mm-hmm. is a big deal. You know, if you can't, you know, bend down to tie your own shoes or yeah. go up, you know, stairs, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it matters. So, and it's backed up a little bit by the economic argument. Um, so, smokers and ob uh, and the obese do take longer to heal, which le- uh-huh. um, equals longer um, hospital stays, which equals more money to cover. More tax right? Um And again, it's non-essential. So, I, I mean, I almost want to strike a balance here, uh-huh. where it's like. Because uh, remember, it's if it's covered, so you can still pay for whatever you need. It'll just be out of pocket, uh-huh. you know. So uh, I don't know if it's all the worst thing in the world, and they will review it if it's an individual particular case. Uh-huh. Like maybe my BMI is actually probably over thirty, and then they might go, okay, well, you know who we're talking Tweak it about, a little bit. yeah. Right. Or you have this issue and that issue, so you, we can do it on a case by case basis to some degree. Mm-hmm. But that's sort of the blanket rule. You guys still aren't for yeah. it. I think it's more it should be more gradual. That's all. I think it's a good idea, but I think it should be more gradual. I don't know. Maybe it's a, I'm a woman. But and what? Just, why? Like, we, the no, no, no. Gradual in terms of just okay. Gradual. Let's say we're gonna do this in a year. So, in a so year everything's covered. Yeah. Just, so it just, won't it won't start gradual. till you know next just, week, just next year, January. For the person who's sick now. I mean, I'm looking at the health of the, the like of the people, yeah. And uh-huh. we've been spewing out facts to the world about how your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, can lead you to an early grave mm-hmm. and things you should be mindful of. Y- you had your whole life to get it right. No, mm-hmm. but, the, but you were you were yeah, there for a little bit. Um, uh-huh. You did fit to fat to fit. Now, yeah. what if you're doing that show? Mm-hmm. They're, 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 you got the flu and you, you can't pay. I'm gonna yeah. be like, I'm be like, and this kid <laughs> is why you need to live a healthy yeah. life. And I, I think it's interesting that they're going about it this way. This is not necessarily how I would approach this problem. Uh-huh. Um, I think. How would you do it? So, so I, I did a video on this as well, and I think that um, it's kind of a top-down problem um, when you think about it. Uh, corporations are in incentivized to get people to continue to eat their products even if they're not healthy. Right. So that's why you have all these additives, preservatives, so it lasts yeah. longer. Um, and it's causing people to be obese um, when it's just the accessibility to healthy food is low. True. So if you put these people at a um, disadvantage in terms, and everyone says, well, and I got the, a, lot the, a lot of comments on my video as well with people saying, well, you still get to choose what you put in your mouth, but if there's nothing, like a food desert or a place where there's nothing available that is healthy, you know, right. we live in Los Angeles, we all have um, you know, good eating habits uh, for the most part. Um, oh, did you look at me? Someone over here smells like chicken. Me, like, we, we, we all, you know, have cheap meals or, yeah. or make mistakes. Uh-huh. But, but at the end, at the end of the day, what I think England should be doing, uh, London, and, and as, as well as mm-hmm. United States, is we should be thinking about how do we make our food healthier, mm-hmm. rather than how do we take Punish. away from those that sure. are already. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, I think we have to make drastic measures and we have to make change because the way we're going about it now is just not working. Yeah. Well, and you think um, the well, government... A, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, it's a, it's a, capital, a capitalistic system, so yeah. if you do change it where um, the people who are obese now start to lose the weight because of the medical issue, 
they're going to stop buying, you know, whatever, whoever manufactures the Twinkies, and all of a sudden, yeah. they're going to start manufacturing things that they know healthy people would want because they still want to get that profit margin, right? right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are you guys for necessarily more government control? You know what I mean? Like, that's an answer, too. You know, what is the line? For example, if government is, what is your favorite thing? Soy as vegans? What are you, what are you guys? Oh, that's what next. Guys <laughs> <know>? vegans. <laughs> what about when there's no more soy? I, I like fresh fruit and vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So no soy for you guys? Well, no, I, I, I'm not saying no the, soy, but... If the government's paying for it, uh -huh. the government, because remember, the government's saying we're providing this health care. Uh -huh. um, they should be able to make reasonable guidelines. Now, we're yeah. going to disagree with, about what's reasonable, but I don't have a problem with the government saying, here are these guidelines um, mm -hmm. for whatever it is, and this is how you get covered. I think they should take away the the problem. I, for example, I think they should just remove tobacco, remove cigarettes. Now, that seems more extreme. But that's, people that's more can't, people can't remove that from their life, though. But at the same time, they are still using it, and they can't get health care, or they can't but get that's, serviced. But that's more government intrusion to me. Uh -huh, you think so? Yeah, because tobacco. That's you a can't private, buy it if it's not there. That, but that's a private industry. So now the government's uh -huh. got to go to someone. And remember that private industry affects families and people that are working. Mm -hmm. The secretary, yeah, you know. So if you remove tobacco, all of a sudden, like you're collapsing part of the economy. Whereas when you remove an incentive, slowly people will start to take away the incentive for tobacco oh. to make tobacco products, that's true. right? Or yeah. maybe the guidelines should be stronger. You know, if there's a certain chemical in there that's deteriorating your body, then maybe the FDA should shut that down. Then, yeah. Right? Well, I, I think that's maybe. Part of it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I also, Put less poison in the cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's interesting when you think about like, okay, so the government regulation, right? So, or the government being involved in our lives and and impacting mm -hmm. what we eat or 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 what we smoke or what we don't smoke. But you think don't about tell it. Don't so. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but when you think about it. Um, there is ways that, that the government does provide food for people, and that is through schools, right? So um, all the public schools, you know, from kids all the way from kindergarten all the way through high school are, are, are in public schools for the majority of people, and they're mm -hmm. getting, you know, if they're in lower-income um, households or in a minority, they're probably going to be getting free meals at schools. And the, and the government, I think, is failing people because they're offering unhealthy food to kids, and that's a habit. It's habitual. You think back, yeah. oh, I loved that food when I was younger. Do you know what I mean? If that food was a fried chicken sandwich and french fries, um, and french fries counting as a vegetable talking. and then milk, now you're causing massive problems. So mm -hmm. I think, like I said again, the, if the government does want to get involved, it needs to get involved in the right way. Rather than and early, the that's the way. best way to do yeah. it. Early. Yeah, absolutely. That's where obesity stems from, really, is like yeah. those yeah. early days. Yeah. And I was born a vegetarian and I never ate meat, and yeah. I think, wow. and I never would, and I think that if more people were born that way, you would see less people eating meat, it's just because see, it's I, habitual. I, I heard that I thought, I thought it was a myth, so you've never ever had meat? I've never ever had meat. A friend, you were eight. Someone he, said, "Have a have a bite." You were like the last of the never, pure. Never. Get his blood. I got, I got yeah, offered yeah, thousands. Yeah. I got offered thousands and and thousands of dollars. Everyone used to say, "I'll pay you thousand dollars right now to yeah, take a bite of this." Ten thousand. Yeah, and I won't do it. And and I think that. Part of it was just that's a cool streak to never have eaten it, but exactly. that's not the reason why I did. I think it's the it's there was no need to do it. Yeah. It, uh, it doesn't it doesn't make you healthier. And um, and then there's the ethical side of it, which mm -hmm. is obviously the the number one reason for being vegan for me is I just don't want to eat animals. I don't think it's fair um, to take their lives. Um, and so there was no need for it, and it was going to hurt someone else. And if I don't have to hurt something or hurt someone mm -hmm. um, to be healthy and happy, then there's no need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no chicken broth, yeah. no anything. No chicken. Yeah. I asked every single restaurant anytime I ate, is wow. there lard in this? Is there chicken broth in this? I read labels since the day I was Jeez. born. And you were that guy before it was even popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So, and it's habitual. It's, it's, it, yeah. yeah, and it's a habit. If you if you're in the habit of doing that, it's it's just like 
it's another day. You Did know you get I mean? that from your parents? I'm sure. Uh, yeah, my parents raised me that way. So uh-huh. yeah, which is which is another thing. You know, I didn't choose. Which is interesting when people choose to go vegetarian, they go choose to go vegan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I and I said this all throughout my life. I almost give them more credit than me because mm-hmm. I had that cho- choice bestowed on me yeah. because my yeah. parents yeah. made that choice. Yeah. Um, Rather than you know someone else who makes that conscious decision with a family full of people who eat meat or friends that eat meat, yes. and they, they decide to make that change and that lifestyle change, which I think is amazing. I hope everyone out there, yeah, especially yeah. on World Vegan Day, goes vegan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do they ever give you that moment of saying, well, okay, here's how we raise you, but you can do what you want? Yeah, of course. I think that was oh. one of the reasons why I said, I don't know, I feel like we're a little off topic with that. Yeah. <laughs> that hang on yeah, yeah. That's but, good. But, uh-huh. um, but yeah, they gave me the choice, and I think that was probably the reason why I stayed uh, my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because they said, hey, look, we're not going to tell you. We're going to tell you why it's not the right thing to do, yeah. but we're not going to tell you that you can't do it. What age? And what age would they give you that? They told me from the beginning that I could okay. that I could eat meat if I wanted to, because they knew that I was going to be. And I, I didn't start public school. I was homeschooled until fifth grade oh. um, when I started playing, because I was playing basketball and baseball and football yeah. um, all my life uh, in competitive. But when I went to middle school, they said that I had to go to school physically too play on the sports teams and all my friends were on the teams and I was like I want to do the, join the team so I joined school uh, <laughs> cut line in the public school the first day and went to de- detention so oh, no. <laughs> well, wow. I was a bad <laughs> that little bad kid wow. who eats those veggies well that's, that's interesting because I think a lot of people do because even for me I'm like how am I going to raise my kid because I, I mean I want my kid to be vegan but I also want my kid to feel like I'm showing them all the documentaries yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. like it's your Wake choice but watch yeah, like, yeah, you have yeah, a choice yeah. but watch food eat chicken get decapitated like yeah Think about that, and I think the schools went vegetarian in in um, New York City, the first all vegetarian school, and I think that's a public school, which is amazing. And I think you know if England wants to combat this problem that they're having with you know all of this um, problems with obesity, it's the same with the United States. I think making schools vegan or making schools vegetarian, um, and then let the kids make the choice outside of that mm-hmm. if they want to eat meat. And I yeah. think a lot less kids would cho- choose that. And I think a lot less kids would be obese, and then they wouldn't have to say you can't have surgery if you're. Most you know, kids don't want to hurt animals. Like Disney yeah. does a good job really? at. You know, promoting yeah. you know anti poacher and animals have voices and lives. Mm-hmm. We really get That's down true. to and it, and we're so good at thinking of it very separately: food and then animals. Like, yeah. you know, right. growing up, you're not thinking that chicken nugget is a chicken. It's a just, chicken. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's a chicken just, nugget. That's just what you want. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. It's just delicious with barbecue sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you put a pig in a cage. I mean, in a, not in a cage, but in a uh, playpen with a, with a children with children. The yeah. children aren't going to start eating the pig. Yeah, they're, they're going yeah. yeah. to <laughs> They're going to sleep with it. You know, they're going to yeah. have fun. They don't, they don't with it. Love yeah. the pig. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to want to eat it. Man, um, well, that brings us to another hot topic. So is always a hot topic. Um, so the FDA is actually going the opposite way. Um, right now, there's an authorized health claim that soy um, is reduces your heart disease risk. That's allowed on packages. Uh, it's fine. Now the FDA is relooking at this, and they're thinking they might pull back that, uh, revoke that authorized health claim. And so there's two different things. Authorized health claim is what you can put on a package. It's like one of 12 claims. Um, you can just throw that on there. It reduces risk of um, heart disease versus a qualified claim where you have to put that, but then you have to put like a disclaimer. You know, this is not supported by this much study, but, you know, this is kind of where it's trending or whatever. So they might reduce this to a qualified claim. Um, it's always always a huge thing. What did you think of this possible revocation? Yeah, I, I saw this as well, and, and this is another one uh, going back to government and their, you know, getting, getting involved with our lives and the choices that we make and the food that we eat. Uh-huh. Um, I think I don't always agree with the FDA, honestly. Um, I don't think that they always make the right choices for us, and I think that there's corporations and um, 
other people influencing the decisions that they make, influencing the research that they do. Um, but I, I personally think that I've eaten soy my whole life, mm-hmm. um, okay. as you said before. Yeah, what do you fine, vegans right? eat just soy? Yeah. Um, I'm fine, but that's but still it's it's an individual basis. You know, I don't want to say that just because I'm fine that everyone should eat tons of soy, yeah. but. Um, I think there are a lot of benefits. If you look at countries that are soy heavy, oh, Japanese, um, yeah, Chinese, the Japanese, yeah. Chinese, you know, Asian countries primarily, um, they they do very well. They live very long. They, low rates of obesity. Yeah, low rates of <laughs> obesity. So I don't. I think going after soy isn't necessarily the best move. I think there's definitely um, dairy influence in that. I right. think you know when they're lobbying the uh, government entities like the FDA uh, and spending millions and millions, if not billions, of dollars um, trying to get them to pass legislation or make you know, recommendations that are in favor of them, then you're going to see things that are taking away from their profits um, go away. And one of those things is soy. And that's why you saw the soy sales soar, because let's be honest, the majority of people are lactose intolerant and allergic to milk. Yes. Yeah. We're not supposed to be eating milk. Yeah, yeah right. genetically, we're not supposed to be eating milk. Um, and so they saw the alternative rise like crazy, which was soy milk, which say, hey, this tastes good. Um, I'm not allergic to it. I'm not, you know, getting acne. I'm not uh, getting, you know, hives or I'm not, you know, all the different things mm-hmm. that come with, with uh, eating milk when you're lactose intolerant. And and they saw their profits go down and then they they went and did whatever they possibly could. They put out all these myths and, and claims to say that like, well, soy gives you, like, for example, uh, males <laughs> having large breasts. breasts. Yeah. And, and that's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Looking at yeah. you, looking yeah. at my breasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I you got a seat cup yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, work hard in the pecs. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but uh, the claims are so insane and mm. and, I and think, unsupported and, and aggressive and yeah, yeah. So, so you think it was a fear thing like they was just trying to scare people a- away from soy absolutely yeah. i think that, profits. yeah they, wow. they they used a tactic that is very common in politics is try to put fear and still fear about the other person but in this case they filled steer and filled <laughs> yeah they, they made people afraid of soy they so thought that there was yeah. all of these things as far as even male breast enlargement mm-hmm. that would make people shy away from soy and then where are they going to go? They go back to milk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really all about people, you know, just not consuming culture and just creating their own. Like, find out what's best for you. Find out what's a great meat alternative mm-hmm. and don't necessarily go left or right because there's a great headline for it or against it. That is, that's the power of coercion, you know, and yeah. in a matter of a, of a day or two, you'll see, you know. Everyone's scared of something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we live yeah. in the age now where we can, like, internet and actually individually kind of really dig deep and have our own transparency where we can find out what study they're referencing. Oh, I mean, what journal is that in? Yeah. Oh, who funded that? Like, we can find that out. You Back in the day, deep. you couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you guys aware that your blood type, um, you know, has you should have a certain diet according to your blood type. Have you guys heard about that? Mm-hmm. I've heard about the blood type diet, but uh, according to my blood type, I'm supposed to have like red meat all the time. Ah. And so I, know. <laughs> <You see? laughs> I, I, I can promise you, no yeah. one is supposed to eat red meat. And my energy's uh-huh. through the roof. Like mm-hmm. so, after I got rid of meat and got, got rid of dairy, so I. You know, I think there's something to it. I just don't. I haven't looked at it in fully to see what I agree with and what I don't mm-hmm. agree with. But obviously, I don't think, for you know, for me, positive blood like supposed to have red meat all the time just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think it's good to know your blood, know your levels, know your blood type, yeah. you know, but to just use that as a North Star, I, life isn't that easy, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, you have to do what works for you. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I want to know what, you, what, what mark, like, I mean, does my blood mean I can tolerate more saturated fat? Is that, like, I want to know the underlying stuff, and then I can figure out the food, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Maybe the FDA will come out with a label that says like B B positive blood type only. That would be interesting though. That's, yeah. that's next yeah. whole I really, I really do. That's think, gonna be legit. I think the FDA and health organizations and a lot of those shouldn't 
have money influencing their decisions. I think when it comes to the health of Americans and and everyone in the world, um, we shouldn't you know have our decisions impacted by corporations. It should because be impacted by the facts. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then we wouldn't have like I keep saying this, but it's true. We wouldn't have this obesity epidemic in our country right now if we were provided the correct information. If you have a company that's for profit um, and in debt to their sh- their shareholders and they're impacting our government and and research and studies. Um, we're going to have bad things happen to us. Yes. I, I feel like the government is too relaxed on the FDA. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, across the world, things are, that are banned um, at other places are okay here. And right. that, how is yeah. that even possible? Yeah. But then it's like, oh, well, we have an obesity problem. But at the same yeah. time, you're allowing these, these artificial yeah. sweeteners and, and this, um, these, these toxic pesticides and yeah. et cetera you know, to come into, into we're our the guinea pigs. Well, we're, the yeah. high, we're the highest paid guinea pigs in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. at least we figured out in the United States there's no global warming, so at least there's that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I think we need the FDA. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying ban the FDA. Yeah. I think the FDA does a lot of great things. It's just I think we need to be a little bit um, smarter with the FDA. We need to yeah. be careful to protect it and allow it to be transparent. Just like we have mm-hmm. the Supreme Court that's supposed to be transparent, right? They don't mm-hmm. get elected. Well, then let's not have money influence our uh, our FDA or EPA yeah. or any. It's hard. Yeah. America's a capitalistic yeah. society. Everything's yeah. ran by the books. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so, some things, I think, you know, I think capitalism works in a lot of ways. But I think in some in some places, it's maybe maybe not the best thing for us. Yeah, it's a little rough, but yeah, you know, <laughs> we've got to be our own best warriors, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, we have fitness trends of 2018 that are coming upon us. Before we know it, uh, Halloween's passed. It'll be Thanksgiving in December and oh, yeah. New Year's resolution time. Yes. So what can we expect? Um, one of the newest trends is something called LIT, L-I-I-T. <laughs> We're all familiar with HIT, or, you yeah. know, high-intensity right. interval cardio. Right. Um, and now they have low-intensity interval training, which they're finding is just as effective, but 30 to 40 minutes longer. But if you're someone that struggles with that high intensity, this might be a good alternative. Um, and apparently walking can yeah. be part of this low intensity. When you change direction or change speed slightly, it really ups the amount of <laughs> <laughs> really ups the amount of information. <laughs> so, so if you're going to do some lit, you, you want to be walking about 30 to 40 minutes and changing direction and speed four to five minutes. Um, what do you guys think about lit? Um, is it going to take off in 2018? Yeah, well, first of all, I like that it's called lit because yeah. a lot of kids say that. <laughs> exactly. Um, right right there. Including yeah. me. But, hey, I think that's great. Let's get our kids out there um, active. and Moving and, slowly. And, yeah, right. and anything that if, – if any of these trend or any of these become popular, uh, I'm all for it. I think we don't take enough time out of the day to be healthy and be an exercise. And I think that's such an important thing. I think everyone in here probably, you know, gets out there. But but in general, there's not as much time. You know, you're working all the time, and yeah. and uh, we're put, you know, working you know, three, four jobs, 12 hours a day, and then you sleep after that. But we need to find at least, you know, an hour for ourselves mm-hmm. um, yeah. to either get to the gym or, or do this lit, you know, high-intensity walking or slow, <laughs> slow yeah. walking. I, but, I, I mean, it could be something as simple as parking a few miles back and then – well, not a few miles, but uh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, a few blocks hard. back and just like walking a, a little bit more. Yes. Like in New York, they, they lit all the time. They yeah. walk yeah. everywhere. Yeah, New York. I feel like you know? my some of my clients have been like implementing lit into the into my program uh-huh. for years because yeah. I do high intensity interval training. But when I ask them to do certain things, it's very low intensity. <laughs> so mm-hmm. but, yeah. but do you think find it's actually a positive because they kind of get to a place then they can do the high? In intensity? In my mind, it's progressive. Yeah. I feel that you know anyone I work with, if they're not on the the type of level they should be on, maybe they're deconditioned things like that. It's all low intensity. Yeah. Just never gave it a name. It's yeah. just but about, you know, yeah, <laughs> got one. But I also think it's interesting 
like we're we're trying to just get people to do something. We're trying to make the information mm-hmm. easily able to be digested. We're trying to scale things down. And I just think it's very interesting. I mean, there's clearly people trying trying for us, trying for mm-hmm. society. Because mm-hmm. every month there's a new way to redefine the same thing, you know. This revolutionary way of working out where you park further away from the front door. Yeah. <laughs> it's called, yeah. called distance cart. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. DC. But mm-hmm. DC, you yeah. know, so I, I'm all for it. Whatever, whatever gets people conscious and mindful and active, whatever they want to call it, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Options is never a bad thing. No. So if there's another option where it's high intensity and someone learns or you know learns a different way, then give them a low intensity. Yeah, options well. is never, never, never I like bad. That. Yeah. And I also think you know with low intensity you can build up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, high so, intensity as well, you know, because you you increase your intensity yeah. as you go. But but I just think you know if people just need to ease into it. If you, if you're in a position like you know coming from a position of, of being fairly healthy mm-hmm. uh, I can go to the gym and, and do some crazy workouts mm-hmm. um, but if you're not if you're just getting back into it if you're overweight or if you're mm-hmm. obese like like we have uh, such a problem here in the United States mm-hmm. maybe you start slow because yeah. just even starting slow is better than doing nothing yeah and it's a less intimidating way to kind of yeah. foresee the gym a lot of people Absolutely. have the insecurities and trepidation so if you're saying you know we're actually going to do lit training which is low and low <laughs> intensity, oh, just low intensity oh, alone yeah, you know I'll come, I'll come through yeah, right, yeah walking just turn yeah. Turning in circles. Okay, yeah. Because even for me, if 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 I go to the gym and I'm doing something at a high intensity I've never done before, I'm mm-hmm. probably not gonna want to do it again. I'm just like, yeah, that yeah. sucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't get a chance to get used to it and get my body, you know. Yeah. yeah and if you wake up super sore the next day, yeah. you know, you're gonna have that natural reaction and say, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and that's unfortunately <laughs> the circumstance if you haven't been in the gym for a year. Yeah. And you go to the gym and you do a high intensity workout, you're gonna be sore. Your mm-hmm. legs are gonna hurt. Your arms are gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a good thing. It'll, yeah, it's a yeah, good thing. A and, thing. <laughs> unless you, you know, have something sore uh, condition, but <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, it's a good thing. And and then it takes a couple of weeks and then you get in the flow of it and then you're not sore anymore. But some people don't make it that long. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so low intensity you know you won't hurt as bad and and you won't be so discouraged from continuing to do it and now i've talked about these two things infrared saunas and cryotherapy um have you heard about these what what's your take on these new trends that are hitting i i have i have some friends that are doing the cryotherapy all the time uh i don't know as much as i should know about it um but I know that people are having good results and they seem happy and I think that's <laughs> yeah and I think that I think that's a big thing you know mm-hmm. even if you do something that necessarily maybe you know isn't proven to be something or this but if it makes you happy and at the end of the day it boosts your morale it's going to make you want to go to the gym more it's going to make you want to get out and do things more if you're depressed you know you're going to stay in more and mm-hmm. and sleep more have you done it have I done it? No, but people keep telling me. To do are you it going to? Or are you I'm, just I'm, morally I'm, opposed? I'm so open to try it. Oh, you know okay. I mean? I'm, I'm, hey, look, I'm open to try anything but meat. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I will never uh, try. Well, first of all, I love cryotherapy. Yeah. I've been yeah. doing it. I've done it everywhere I've been a trainer at. Um, if you're looking for a place, you can go to Next Health off okay, Sunset. Oh, yeah. 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 Look at that. It's, it's plugging, first, plugging it. I'm telling you, but your first session will be free. And yeah. I'm, they gave, they, they, they're true to the word. Cryotherapy is dope for me because I ice daily. Yeah. So it takes that out of my, you know, daily agenda to have to sit down and, you know, put the frozen peas on my legs. Yeah. It's good to just go knock it out in three minutes. And then I, I feel that it's a good way to get people just I- interested in the the recovery aspect. A lot of people are so, you know, focused on training. They have no knowledge or consciousness of, like, the after. You know, how are you healing your body? What does it even mean to, to reveal? Yeah. What are, you know, what are amino acids sort of things? So I just think it's a great extreme way to open people up to the other side of the gym, which is how you take care of yourself. I'm all about that. You know, mm-hmm. if I work out five days, you know, straight, I'm definitely stretching and icing. But you have some people that are training like athletes and chilling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I and think it's good for the game. Have you done infrared songs? I've done it once. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't. Like 
It was cool. I mean, she was saying that it was gonna, you know, burn an X amount of calories. They're amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with all types of saunas. Yeah. I love the heat. So. Is it warmer than a regular sauna? Uh, is it, what's, what is the... It, 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 it will heat you from the inside out. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So you do feel like you're heating up more, I guess. But you're not sweating the same. Yeah. It's a dry but you're, Yeah. I've left the regular sauna and I've had, like, burns. Oh. Whereas I, I didn't, you don't get burned from the infrared sauna. Right. And when I've done the infrared sauna two or three days in a row, I'm super lean and super shredded. So I do know it's burning a lot more calories. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed more like yeah, a microwave, though. You know? Oh, yeah. It is. A little microwave for the body. They're gonna do. They're gonna do an article about that later about the infrared. I, know. I feel like that's no. coming. Ten years yeah. from now, everything that we're yeah. doing is gonna be like yeah, two years later. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And then a little bit more about you. Um, you came from New York. Yes, um, yep. Moved out here for acting. You had a skate shop in New York. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look at that. He did some background. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, so uh, he opened up a skate shop with his brother, and then. How have you maintained your health and your fitness? Um, did Law and Order? Have you done all that? Because I think a lot of people have trouble maintaining that when their environment changes. Yeah, and I think an interesting thing to say is a lot of celebrities and actors, um, athletes, and uh, people I've been involved with are, are vegan. Um, so in terms of like the health side of it, uh, there is a lot of accessibility, especially um, in the entertainment industry, and I think that's amazing. Um, but, you know, I think... From starting a business with my brother, I started right after I graduated college. I went to the University of Miami, and then I graduated in 2011. Yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. I think that, um, you know, it helped me with my dietary choices because I had a lot more energy. And sometimes I would sleep two to three hours a day, and I don't recommend that. I don't think that's mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. But um, but at the time, I was doing a lot. I was acting. Like I said, I was on TV. I'm, I still do acting on TV shows. Mm-hmm. And um, between being on set, doing TV shows, which are long days, I'm sure, as you guys all know, and yeah. then... And then also opening this business, opening six stores within um, two years, wow. uh, it, it takes it takes yeah it takes a lot of time and and uh, and a lot of energy and, and you're out building out stores in 24 hours and it's it's crazy but um, but without that energy and without that health I think it would have been really challenging to do that so um, the the accessibility I think is more so when I was younger it was more challenging yeah. um, when I would do sleepovers you know at kids houses. <laughs> But I will say, like in my town, which is a small town, and there was no fast food, which is which is amazing. Thank, Mm -hmm. thank you to my town for not having any of that. (laughs) Um, But there, where's your town? Montauk, Long Island, Long Island, New York. Yeah. So, so there was no there was no fast food, which is amazing. But, but there was also like very limited accessibility to like meat substitutes or any of the you know the fake meats or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. For the most part, you know, like when I did sleep over at someone's house, it was like spaghetti or something. But the, but the parents, I will to the credit of them, really did go out of their way to make like vegetarian and vegan meals for me, uh, which is cool. They knew they were like Marley's coming over. They didn't want no problem from your yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but when you go to when you go to sports games, um, like you go to the stadium. Even when I I just went to um, the Clippers Golden State Warriors, and uh, it's really it's really limited. You know, yeah. it's very limited. The fact that you have to search. Um, Far and wide to find, and there's a lot more now because mm-hmm. vegan's way more accessible than it was when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it can, the hardest part is you have to be smart with prepacking your meals. Yes, um, you know, cooking at home, which I'd, is healthier, honestly. I'd anyway. be smart with the drinking because you know normally there was food I could eat if I'm gonna have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah. you're just starving, but I can drink the drink, but now I'm un- drinking on an empty stomach. So right, that was yeah. always been a tough one. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, if you're if you know if you're drinking or you're out with friends and and uh, you know you just get good at saying no because a lot of these restaurants like it's, it's still true today um, is a side salad and maybe a potato. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's not many options and that yeah. that lack of accessibility. It's like these are 
just vegetable people. Like everyone always asks you, so what do you eat? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that right. blows my mind. Um, just follow one vegan uh, blogger or one you know vegan Instagram and account, you'll see, and you'll see what, what we eat. I feel like most yeah. people are like a piece of chicken away from just being a vegetarian. Yeah, vegan. yeah, yeah. Like, they absolutely. don't realize it's like eighty percent of the plate. It's not that hard. And it doesn't that hard to get there. It makes you creative when you're yeah. being mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you start thinking, well, what can I do? What can I make? Um, McDonald's with the new McVegan now. Um, and we also have Whole Foods um, creating vegan sushi. So the McVegan's going to be over in Finland, but I would love to see it here in the United States. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys think about some of these vegan trends um, in food? Um, and Whole Foods right here in LA is going to be doing the vegan sushi. Yeah, so that's actually. I'll illegal. try it. That's, yeah. that's what I say. I'll try it. And as far as McDonald's, I think anything that McDonald's do, they're about profit. So I don't think it's going to necessarily be the healthiest. Still, but healthy, even healthier. But I still, Listen. even their salads are not as healthy as a, a salad. <laughs> healthier for who? Mm-hmm. Uh, McDo- oh, yeah. Mc- unless McDonald's shuts down, they're not healthier for the planet. Yeah. So I'm definitely not going to take my I'm- dollar. And still support. Oh, I buy the McVegan. The, buy yeah. the you gonna support the machine? I buy the McVegan. That, that, that is the meat in there. Because they'll change. Their, they'll change if more people buy the McVegan. So you gonna go through the drive through incentives? Oh, yeah, of exactly. Yeah. It, oh. That's the tricky thing. Yeah. Since I'm vegan for three reasons, right? <laughs> <laughs> reasons. The reasons are obviously ethical. I don't right. want to. I don't want to see animals die or be, you know, used as. As uh, you know, yeah, or even yeah, yeah or just use as like a property, you know, for yeah. for milking and mm-hmm. and you know, milk and dairy and and uh, their body parts and everything. I just think it's it's terrible, um, and hopefully we'll stop soon. Mm-hmm. And then I do that. So the ethical, and then there's um, also the environmental. Mm-hmm. You know, the the methane gas released yeah. by the cows mm-hmm. and uh, the deforestation. Mm-hmm. Um, the the massive uh, dead zones in our seas and then you know the last reason I do is for health right which I think you get so many health benefits from being vegan I think you can make bad choices as a vegan um, yes, but yeah, but overall <laughs> generally if you're vegan um, you're gonna see health benefits you're not gonna have that high cholesterol you're not gonna have um, the high saturated fat because that comes directly from meat so. It, in the case of McDonald's, in the case, in the of case McDonald's. of McDonald's, because it's important, because the McVegan, mm-hmm. like, I, I came from, I was an economics and political science major, mm-hmm. um, and I think in terms of an economic standpoint, if people buy the McVegan, like you were saying, it's going to be on menus everywhere. True. Um, and if it's on menus anywhere, let's let's be honest. As much as we don't like McDonald's, McDonald's is everywhere. It's very right. accessible. Yes. So right. if we increase mm-hmm. the accessibility of the McVegan and people buy it, even though. I agree. I don't yeah. think McVegan's going to be healthy. It's not. Um, I don't but, think so. But what it is is it's covering two of my three areas, right? Yeah. It's covering. It's it's better for, uh, it's better ethically and it's mm-hmm. better um, environmentally. Yeah. Um, and so from that standpoint, I definitely would buy one, and I would definitely encourage people to buy them. I'm not going to encourage someone that's um, obese to go buy it. You know what <laughs> I mean? I don't want to encourage people to have bad habits. You know, I would say eat fruits and vegetables. Right. Um, but, but but if you're going, but if you're going to go anyway, <laughs> uh, and it's offered on the menus. And, and like you said, it's just being tested in Finland. Like, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves. Who do you like, think it's for? Is it for the vegan, or is it for the person that's never even considered eating plant-based and wants to give it a try? Like, what, I, I what's the, like, what are the intentions? I think it's for both. I, I, mm-hmm. Because, you know, as a vegan, if I'm, I would love for there to be any kind of fast food on the way on a long road trip, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's just a burger that, like, I hate a burger that's just lettuce and tomato, because I've had to do that before. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. give me yeah, a yeah, bag, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm on this, you know, seven-day trip. Let me go. So, for me, that's where I would I would utilize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
And I think that's better because, you know, again, it's changing those economics. Mm-hmm. My thing is just, I didn't mean to cut you. My mm-hmm. thing is, you know, McDonald's went so long before they started telling us everything that was in their food. I mean, we were already out of school yeah. before we knew, like, the chicken McNugget wasn't just chicken wasn't and chicken. the beef wasn't all beef. So I'm just like, okay, you fool me once, shame on me. How how realistic can I take a vegan burger from a company who is obsessed with making money and cutting corners? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think we got to hold them, hold their feet to the fire, and I think we're yeah. in an age that we Let can. You test it. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think we're in an age that we can. I, I don't think before you could, you wouldn't have as many consumer groups maybe buying the product and testing it, and then telling people, and then it's on the internet, so I can see it right away. It'll be on yeah. Twitter. They're tomorrow. doing like their own home home experience. If it yeah. turns out they're sneaking meat into the soy, the soy patty, it'll be on Twitter the next day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a whole other thing because in the, the depth of your veganism, like yeah. some people don't even want their food to touch the same grill. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's because you know, are they going to be yeah. Separate yeah, that's true. Somebody gonna be lazy. Like I thought I gave him a vegan patty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're eating yeah. it. Like, you be eating it. Oh, this is tasty. This oh, this like tastes that. good. And oh my god, this is extra flavor. And it's like it's real chicken. You know? I think that's like, I think that's an interesting point that you're yeah. making. Uh, one, how do we trust McDonald's after what they've done yeah. to our country for so long? Yeah. Um, I personally don't trust McDonald's. Um, but the other thing is. Is that that question of like the different levels of vegan? There's people right. who are mm-hmm. vegan that are, yeah, like you said, they don't want their food to touch meat. Like I, I'm personally that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I encourage people even to take a step towards vegan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so I, I think that's a pro. I think that's definitely gonna be a pro. A lot of people when they hear veganism, I don't know if that's a phase or not. When they hear mm-hmm. about being vegan, they're scared because they don't know. So mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a ton of people trying the vegan burger mm-hmm. just because McDonald's say, hey, this is what this is good. Yeah. So yeah. now it's gonna be a lot of people introduced to it and they're gonna try the lifestyle. And I was like, even, oh, it's not that. Bad. Yeah, you know, even with a small world. percentage like yeah. it, that yeah. to win. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, even we can get a couple people to be every single person that becomes vegan. That's that's a lot of animal safe. That's mm-hmm. a lot of damage to our mm-hmm. environment. You know that we don't have happen. So I think the, the real damage. thing will come when McDonald's starts to talk about, or if they ever do, why, why, why yeah. even go vegan? Because then they're going to start to contradict their entire brand. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because McDonald's is seeing their profits decrease, and exactly. the reason that that's really? occurring more so than people going vegan is because people don't see McDonald's as healthy anymore. And yeah. like I said, obesity is, ra- is rising so fast. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to be overweight. People don't want to be sick. They're miserable. Um, yeah, and so they're they're cutting out fast food. And, and that's why they try to offer salads and they try all these different gimmicks. But um, but at the end of the day, McDonald's is profit-driven, right? So yeah. they're, they're saying, oh, well, let's try something else. When the market changed, yeah. they changed. Yeah, how much does so, it hurt yeah. us to try yeah. out this? If everyone yeah. and they're they're start like a soup, then McDonald's will start yeah. selling soup. They're right? also thinking, look at how much press we can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, they're thinking about the PR opportunity. When we change and, the economic yeah. incentives, then these and, companies begin to and change. And I think that's it's a double-edged sword with McDonald's because on one side of it is we're raising awareness for veganism, which right. is huge. We always want to mm-hmm. do that um, with the McVegan. But then the other side of it is we're raising awareness for McDonald's. So... <laughs> which, 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 to be honest, is but they not, got plenty of awareness. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got plenty of awareness. But <laughs> they we don't, don't want we don't want to give them we don't want to yeah, give them any boost. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? We don't, especially as as vegans that are promoting yeah. good health. And, People are gonna be waiting on like the the faces of that lifestyle vegan, you know, to, to for their approval. Like you know, there are the bodybuilders and the athletes yeah. and the yeah. trainers yeah. Are they endorsing it. Yeah, because every time we share that McVegan on our Facebook and it's only available in. Um, you know, Finland, and someone okay. sees that, you know, we're constantly sharing this McDonald's thing on yeah. Facebook yeah. and Instagram and all and of our social media. And then they go to their McDonald's in the U.S., and guess what? It's not available. Yeah. Let me yeah. take that off. Yeah. I sh- <laughs> <laughs> like, I strongly think everything that's going on right now is necessarily, it's not necessarily targeted to us, but the next generation, like the way right. TV works, the way movies work. So right now, with the McDonald's doing a vegan burger, it's not necessarily for us. It's for the next generation and to pick point. up and on that. And hopefully just the yes. yeah. Well, yeah. 
Unfortunately, we do have to wrap. But I would love to hear from you just quickly before we wrap. If you could tell someone who's considering the vegan lifestyle one thing, what would it be? Yeah. Uh, I would say that it's it's much easier than you think, um, and also there's a misconception about who is vegan, as you can see from all of us. Mm. Um, you know, normal, I guess. Uh, you know, there's athletes, there's celebrities. Um, it's just it's for everyone. Yeah. Vegan is for everyone. It's not a niche. Um, it's it's a it's not a lifestyle. It is literally um, a simple change uh, that you just take small steps towards, mm. and uh, once you do it, it's it's a life changing. That's there's, there's a reason why people get so excited when they're vegan. It's because mm. you're healthy. You're happy and you're saving the world. So mm. awesome! Thank Love you so it. much for joining us, man. Yeah, thank um, you for having me, man. I appreciate it. It's always good to be with vegans. Yes, yeah. <laughs> vegan and, training, vegetarian, vegetarian. Yeah. 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 Okay. She's getting there. She's I'm getting, getting there. there. After this, <laughs> I'm hopefully, she'll, yeah, she'll yeah, make yeah, make yeah. I know, right? Yeah. We love you. We love you. We thank like you guys you. for joining us again. My name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And I'm Marley Ficalora. You can find me on Instagram at Marley Ficalora or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Marley Ficalora. All right, and I'm Funny Sarai on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, it's just S-A-Y-R-I-E, Sarai. Go to my Instagram right now at I am Corey Taylor. <laughs> and they can find you at the Circle V Vegan Festival when? Yeah, I'll be at Circle V. Uh, that's coming up, I, I believe, at the end of this month. End of this month, Vegan Festival, Circle V, Marley Ficalora. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Ooh, be for vegans. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at King XO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.